हरिओम श्री गुरुभ्यो नम अथीफ वॉज बिजी इन द पैलेस ट्राइंग टू गेट एज मेनी ऑर्नमेंट्स एज ही पॉसिबली कड वेन ही रियलाइज ही वॉज गोइंग टू गेट कॉट ही हैड हर्ड द सैंड ऑफ द गार्ड्स कमिंग टूवर्ड्स हेम एंड सो ही थर्ड हिट मेक अ रन फॉर इट He jumped out of the window, ran through the open grounds, and at that point, all the guards were alerted to there was in fact a thief, and they saw him, and so now he had a huge group of guards following him. He managed to jump over the fence, and he went into the nearby forest, and scrambling around, he was desperate, thinking how would he save himself. Just at that point, he came to a slightly open area, where a monk had set up. his temporary home and the clothes were hanging on a lower branch of a tree and there was a small uh, place where a few bricks had been put together where maybe he was sleeping and at this point the thief thought well they I'm not going to be able to outrun them and they're not going to give up their chase so at some point I'm going to get tired and they're going to be able to catch me and so maybe this is a better idea so he quickly put on the robes of the monk and sat down as though he was meditating within a few moments the guards of the palace came rushing by and at first they they were rude and said hey you but the minute they came closer and it was fairly dark and they realized that it was a monk they toned completely changed and they were apologetic and said we so sorry to disturb you we didn't mean to they bowed down and then they continued their search and the thief thought oh my gosh that was so easy and he had to maintain the appearance so he continued to sit in meditation pose and once again closed his eyes and now he started thinking i hope the real monk doesn't turn up because then i'm definitely going to get caught by this time the whole hecticness of the palace had woken up the king and the princes and the eldest prince who who was training in the army and training to know how to run the city and was training to be responsible was out with the guards as they were searching for the thief so by this stage the prince had also come along and they saw him and they said hey you and again once they came closer they were immediately changed they were apologetic and the prince bowed down to get the monk's blessings and as the monk watched the crown of the prince touch the floor in front of him he thought who is this monk that i'm pretending to be imagine what a immensely beautiful powerful person he is that the prince would bow down in front of him and in that moment he completely changed he thought just by pretending to be a monk these people respect me so much imagine if i actually had the qualities that would make a prince bow down to my feet he took off the robes and surrendered to the prince and apologized saying that whoever this monk is 
he doesn't deserve to have his name spoiled by my inadequacies to be able to live my life and use his robes as an excuse. And so the story of this thief is so beautiful because seeing the glories of the monk, of sannyas, of renunciation, he then aspired to do it. But the next verse of Bajagavindam talks about so many people who see the glories of renunciation, who see the glories of living a life of discipline, but don't really get it. The first two lines, is talking about the physical appearance of renunciates in India. Some are shaven, some have grown their hair into long dreadlocks. Um, they wear different, different robes. Some wear very little clothes, some wear a lot of clothes. But the third line of the verse is the one that's most important. Pashyan means to see. They see that it is a glorious path. They see that it is such a worthwhile thing to do in one's lifetime, is to be able to renounce our desires, to be able to let go of possessions and possessiveness. Na pashyati. Seeing it, they don't really see it. So they pretend to be following the path, but in their minds, bahukritavesha, they, they're doing it for some desire or the other. They're doing it for the desire of name, fame, or they're just really lazy to work and don't want to have to work and want to be able to live on other people's charity. So they live this life, which is glorious or meant to be glorious, but they don't actually experience the glory of that life. And so in their delusion, they don't get what really the value of that life is. And the idea is, why pretend to have something? Why not actually have it? So in the worldly sense, we can see this with money. People pretend sometimes to have money. And that's hard to be able to actually get. We can work, we can aspire, but we might not be the richest person alive. But with peace of mind, why pretend to have it? Why not actually work towards getting it? Because with peace of mind, that is something we can have. A compassionate heart is something we can develop within ourselves. And so this path of renunciation is used for us to be able to fulfill the highest purpose of a human birth. And it's such a pity if it gets wasted just to seek name or just to seek your next meal. And so this verse is really telling us about how strong desire is, that desire can make us pretend to be something to fulfill that desire. When the deeper desire to actually experience gets unfulfilled, but the superficial desires are so strong that we happy to just pretend to help accomplish them. So when we see a person, it's really not what they are outside. It really is what they are inside. The thoughts that they are thinking will determine how much they've renounced. The thoughts that they are thinking will determine how much they have self-control. And so 
Kabir Das has this beautiful poetry that he used to write, which had such depth of meaning. And one of the things he used to say is, don't dye the cloth that you wear. Dye the thoughts that you think. Because when a person took to the path of renunciation, they would dye their cloths using natural vegetable dyes to the ochre robes. And he was saying that it doesn't matter what color the robes are that you wear. It matters what color the thoughts are that you think. Think about it. For more in-depth talks from Swamini Supriyananda and other excellent teachers of the Chinmaya mission, you can subscribe to chinmayaclicks.com. That's chinmayaclix.com. You can also visit the Chinmaya channel on YouTube for bite-sized inspiration and discourses on in-depth Vedantic texts. To know about local classes, activities, and upcoming retreats, visit www.chinmayamission.com. And see you on the next podcast.